This is a Daily Purpose Bible Study and Devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose, where we bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. I am your host and Bible study teacher, Tori Slaughter. Let's dive into today's topic, Approaching the Divine, the Weight of Our Words. We will be focusing on Ecclesiastes today, and before we do the Bible reading, I thought it would be helpful to catch us up with a summary. So dear friends, as we dive into Ecclesiastes chapter 4 through 6 with the assigned reading, we find the wisdom of King Solomon shining brightly, brilliantly, illuminating the complex tapestry of human existence. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, King Solomon paints a picture of the human condition. He speaks of the oppression and isolation that can plague us in this world, yet he also extols the virtues of companionship, emphasizing that two are better than one. He emphasizes the importance of unity and mutual support. It's a reminder that we are not meant to journey through life alone, but to lean on one another. In Ecclesiastes chapter 5, King Solomon warns against the hasty words and empty promises we often make. He encourages reverence in approaching God, reminding us that God is in heaven and we are on earth. He underscores the value of contentment, urging us to find joy in what we have rather than in the pursuit of wealth, which can be fleeting. We will hang our hat here in just a moment, but as we enter Ecclesiastes chapter 6, Solomon grapples with the human longing for more. He acknowledges that even if one has wealth and possessions, satisfaction can still elude them. Throughout these chapters, King Solomon's message resounds with the notion that true meaning and fulfillment are not found in the relentless pursuit of worldly gain, but in our relationships, our contentment, and our reverence for God. He reminds us that life's brevity should drive us to seek a deeper understanding of our Creator, Elohim, and a greater appreciation for the blessings He has bestowed upon us. Dear friends, let's prepare to read God's Word. If you have your Bibles, open the scriptures with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, and we will read verses 1 through 7. Guard your steps when you go to the house of God. Go near to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools who do not know that they do wrong. Do not be quick with your mouth. Do not be hasty in your heart to utter anything before God. God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. A dream comes when there are many cares, and many words mark the speech of a fool. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to fulfill it. He has no pleasure in fools. Fulfill your vow. It is better not to make a vow than to make one and not fulfill it. Do not let your mouth lead you into sin, and do not protest to the temple messenger, my vow was a mistake. Why should God be angry at what you say and destroy the work of your hands? Much dreaming and many words are meaningless. Therefore, fear God. Lord, we thank you for the reading of your word. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. 
let's prepare for our Bible study titled, Approaching the Divine, the Weight of Our Words. Dear friends, in this passage in Ecclesiastes, King Solomon unveils to us the significance of our approach to the divine. Solomon, a man of great wisdom because he asked for it, offers us insights that transcends time and culture. It is my joy and privilege to delve into this passage with you today. Verse 1, guard your steps when you go to the house of God. To draw near to listen is better than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. King Solomon commences by emphasizing the utmost importance of our approach to God. We are called to approach the divine with reverence and carefulness. The house of God represents not just a physical structure, but the presence of the Almighty. Our coming before him is a sacred act that should never be taken lightly. It is better to approach God with a heart willing to listen and learn than to offer empty sacrifices as mere rituals. When we draw near to God to listen, we acknowledge our dependence on Him as our teacher, acknowledging that we have much to learn. Verse 2, Be not rash with your mouth, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God is in heaven and you are on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. King Solomon, in his characteristic wisdom, reminds us that our words before God should not be impulsive or hasty. We must recognize the vast difference between the divine and the earthly. God is in heaven, beyond our comprehension, and grander than our understanding. In the presence of such majesty, we ought to choose our words with care. Let your words be few, he advises. As a reminder that our words do not impress God, our sincerity and reverence do. Verses 4 through 7. When you vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin, and do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? Solomon admonishes us concerning vows made to God. When we make promises or commitments to the Almighty, we must fulfill them promptly. God takes no pleasure in empty vows or delayed obedience. I'm going to say that again. God takes no pleasure in empty vows or delayed obedience. It is better not to make a vow than to make them and fail to honor them. In verse 6, King Solomon warns us against allowing our mouths to lead us to sin. There's a famous quote there. I'll let you think about it. Amen. Our words should be a reflection of our heart's sincerity and commitment. Moreover, Solomon cautions us using the excuse of a mistake 
when facing the consequences of broken vows. Such actions can provoke the righteous anger of God and hinder the works of our hands. Let that sink in for a moment. So my dear brothers and sisters, brethren, if you will, Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 1 through 7 underscores the sacredness of our approach to God. It reminds us to come before him with reverence, to be careful with our words, and to honor our commitments made in his presence. Let us heed these timeless words of wisdom as we draw near to the Almighty in humility and awe. May the grace of God be upon us as we all walk in obedience and reverence before him. Amen? Amen. Before we hear today's devotional from contributing writer Detria Moore, let's pause for this brief announcement. Hey there, Purpose Enthusiasts, this is Tori, and we are here to bridge the gap between revival and spiritual maturity. It is a privilege to manage this daily ministry. And God said, I didn't have to do it alone. I am joined by Melinda Douglas, Robin Lambert, Lisa Gantz, Christina Price, Irvine St. Belouse, Diana L.W. Coleman, Sheila Arrington, Lindsay Capron, Kendra Dublin, Detria Moore, Tammy Michael O, Stephanie Bright, Reason A. Chandler, Joshua Slaughter, Megan Martin, Roderick Slaughter, Tiffany Langston. Follow us as we follow Jesus and be renewed each day as you listen to the Bible teachings and devotionals that align with the Bible in a year plan. We are your go-to podcast and YouTube source for daily inspiration, insight, and encouragement. Don't miss the opportunity to elevate your journey and tell a friend they can come along with you. Hi, this is Dietria Moore, daughter of the king, wife, mother, professor, blogger, and intercessor. Thank you for making a daily purpose Bible study and devotional part of your routine and allowing me the privilege and opportunity to walk this journey with you. Now, let's transition back into a daily purpose. Guiding Scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Again, I saw all the oppressions that are done under the sun, and behold, the tears of the oppressed, and they had no one to comfort them. On the side of their oppressors there was power, and there was no one to comfort them. And I thought the dead who are already dead more fortunate than the living who are still alive. This world is not my home by contributing devotional writer, Detria Moore. Evil simply will not prevail. We must be reminded of this truth. Evil simply will not prevail. The author of Ecclesiastes discusses how evil things have become due to the oppressors. The oppressed have no one to comfort them. Things were so bad, he even says the dead and unborn are better off not to have seen the evil taking place. This book was written centuries before Jesus was born, and I could only imagine what the author saw to make him declare such harsh sentiments. 
but we need only peek at the evil happening in our current day to maybe get an idea. Sometimes my heart literally aches for our current state of affairs, but I have to remind myself this world is not my home. Jesus told his disciples in John 16:33 that we will face tribulation in this world, but he also tells us to take heart because he has overcome the world. Dear friends, do not be dismayed by what you see happening around us. This is not our end. This is not our home. Our Heavenly Father has prepared something far better than this world. As a sojourner, take comfort in knowing that there is an eternity waiting for us that cannot compare to anything we're capable of seeing on this earth. This world is temporary. It will pass away. The Lord told the disciples in Luke 21 that the world will see troubling times, but we're to look up when things come because our redemption is drawing near. Never, 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 never take your eyes off the Savior. We may live in this world, but it is not our home. This World Is Not My Home by Contributing Devotional Writer, Detria Moore. Dear friends, you are encouraged to continue reading, praying, and meditating on God's Word because a daily purpose Bible study and devotional offers you the perfect chance to initiate a conversation about God's Word. We are deeply grateful to you for sharing this podcast with your friends and family. We thank our many sponsors and our Patreons whose donations help us to provide this valuable content. If you feel led to contribute financially and become part of the Our Given Purpose ministry, please visit OurGivenPurpose.com. Your contribution will help us spread God's message and connect with people all over the world. Remember, you have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil in the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, he will complete. Have faith and be bold. You've just heard a daily purpose, Bible study, and devotional, a podcast by Our Given Purpose. Go ahead and share it with a friend right now.